Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the Just Capital seal. Bank of America is ranked number one for ongoing commitment to their workers with initiatives like Sharing Success, which awarded 97% of their teammates additional compensation, nearly all in stock. This is the program's seventh consecutive year, awarding more than $4.8 billion in total. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. All right, hour number two of this February 26th edition of Calling All Sports. Keith Crowther, Andrew Stone here in the Fox Sports Radio studios. And it is, I was out there, Andrew. It was not pleasant. Uh, I did, no. I actually, <laughs> I, like I said, I had a, that, well, I, it's usually a 20-minute ride that I turned into about a 12-minute drive today. That's how quickly I was going. Um, but anyway, I wasn't paying attention to the weather, but it is chilly out there. It's cloudy. I think it's supposed to get nicer later, isn't we Aren't we supposed to get up to like 50 plus today? I mean, that's about the standard for this February. That's about what we've been averaging. So uh would not shock me. And I, I always look at the extended, you know, like that two-week forecast, yeah. and it looks like high 40s, low 50s, pretty much for the foreseeable future. You were... You, in your day, did you like swimming? Uh, swimming. Skiing. <laughs> skiing. You like skiing? I was more of a swimmer than a skier, to be honest. Okay. I I went skiing with a friend um, maybe a year and a half ago, and it did not go great. So I said, you know what? That's probably my probably my last skiing attempt, and I'm totally content with it. The extent of my interest in skiing, this is many, many years ago. My wife and I used to like to do like a little, just to break it up. We used to go, there's a, there's a nice, I don't know how nice it is anymore, but up in the Poconos, there was a nice hotel with an indoor pool. And uh, we used to go up there for like two nights in the middle of like January, something like that. And so we decided, hey, one night, let's go out. We heard that Camelback had a nice uh, restaurant or something. We were going to go over and watch them ski and uh, enjoy the enjoy dinner and enjoy the just enjoy the ambiance of a skiing resort in the middle of the winter. I walked over there. It was I slipped oh, on man. a piece of ice. That I landed sucks. on my right elbow. I think there still might be a black and blue mark. This was like in the eighties, man. And <laughs> and I thought I broke my that was that. I said, "Let's get in the car. We're never coming back to a skiing place again." <laughs> so I, that 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 slip in the parking lot of Camelback in I'm let's say nineteen eighty six. I have not been back Man, to, that's to a, a ski facility. That's a shame because I'm with you pre-injury. I, I do like the atmosphere of the yeah. ski lodge. I, I'm more content in the lodge than I am on the mountain. Not that they need a plug, but I think uh, like the weather, the local, the local weather channel, not the national one, they show Blue Mountain. Mm-hmm. And they have like a nice restaurant there. And in the summer, it looks nice. It's like an outdoor patio scene. And even in the winter, they have nice lights and tables. And I'm thinking, that looks pretty nice, but I... I still haven't gotten camel back out of my head after all these years. Well, it's just a shame for them this winter because, I mean, we don't have any snow. So yeah. I know that that improves the, the conditions for skiers, and uh, that must be tough. Hey, before we get to Chris, because uh, he's he's like texting, he's like retweeting. You know who I'm talking about. I think he's saying, hey, don't forget me. Go this ahead, Andrew. the first Stone. time in a while that you've been the one to remind because me. Because I'm well seeing done. on my phone. I got my phone right here. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Shout out to our main man. He's waited two weeks as I took last week off. So uh, let's call it a double shout out. The double shout out to our main man, The Weave. He's got a birthday coming up in March. All right. We'll have to do something special. I'll and he loves, but he wants me to come up to see him. And I'm like, I'm like, 
weave. I'm an old man now. <laughs> I, you come to me. He's got the wheels. He's got wheels. I, I got to huff and puff and come up the steps at, at Easton to see him. And especially in the winter, you just talked about how this is a treacherous time of the year for him. Well, it's not treacherous. <laughs> a little treacherous. Treacherous inside a gymnasium, a little bit. A lot of, <laughs> anything's treacherous for me uh, <laughs> as I get older here. But anyway, we, we love you. Always good to hear from you. Thanks for all your support. He's trying to, real quick, he's trying to build back up my uh, Twitter followers. Uh, I'm trying to get the old account, but it's evidently a process. You talk about your process, <laughs> which has not been successful yet. I'm waiting for my process to get my Twitter, old Twitter account back. Uh, I don't know what, I had 12,000 some followers. Now I have, I think I hit the day. Not too bad in about a week's time, I got 200. That is not bad at all. It's more than me in like 10 years time. But, so. been, but you know, to, to build this thing back up, Andrew, I've been following everybody, literally everybody and their mother, even, even athletes, mothers, I've been following what you do. <laughs> to try to get the, and we're, we're doing, and weave is helping me out with that cause. So I appreciate that. All right. Without further ado, let's get Mr. Deutsch in here. The head coach of the Northwestern Lehigh uh, Tigers, they advanced with an easy win over Saucon yesterday. Uh, Chris, uh, congratulations on the victory. Now it's going to get tough. Now it's going to get uh, you get some really good teams in that bracket. Uh, uh, but I know you're excited about the opportunity to move on and, and, and get to the semis. Absolutely, Keith. Yesterday was a good win for us. It was that quarterfinal round game of districts, which we didn't do as well last year. So we knew going into this year we wanted to, you know, move on like we did last year and with the win yesterday at least we guarantee ourselves at least two more games because they take three teams from our district so that's a positive that at least we're going to be given two more teams but two more games and like you said uh, we're in a loaded bracket i mean you have three conference winners in our district with allentown central catholic north schuylkill us and then the fourth team that's still alive would be blue mountain so you have four very good teams so it is a definitely tough bracket for sure. I did feel a little bit. I was up there. I didn't, you know, I was working on another story, but I did feel a little bit. I know you, 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 you know, Saucon that was down to what six kids yesterday, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They, they just, they're going some injuries and stuff going on. Yeah. It was tough for them. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, they had, and I think one of their best players was on a, a college trip that she couldn't get out of or something. That's what Bob Fry was telling me. Right, yeah, I think she was at. Uh, I think she was at a trip like the Boston College yes. or something like that. Either Boston U or Boston so. College, yeah. Right, uh, right. But yeah, you play who's in front of you, and you, you, to your credit, your kids did not let up, and they they took care of business, right? Absolutely, you know, and that was the concern. You no, know, you, you didn't play for a week; you don't know what to expect. You know, for us, I think what really helped us going into this week last yesterday was we had two really tough scrimmages this week. We scrimmaged. Uh, Easton and Parkland, and I thought it really helped us get us really mentally and physically prepared going into the game yesterday, for sure. Well, we talked about your program. You've got an outstanding program, um, uh, and I think it's built to last because I think you have you have some underclassmen as well as some senior leadership on this team, right? Absolutely. You know, we um, we do start three seniors. But every, mostly everybody else that we do use, I mean, we, our other two starters are two sophomores, and the girls that we use, first girls off the bench, are all freshmen and sophomores. So we do have a nice young nucleus of some young players, you know, for the future of the program. So that does help that 
we can incorporate our younger girls with our older girls. Mm-hmm. That's what you like. You like to have that continuity going through there. And I think a, 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 if a coach had a 12-person roster, I think they would love to have three of each class, right? Three seniors, three juniors, three sophomores, <laughs> and three freshmen, and all get in a lot of games. You know what I mean? I think that would be the right. per- perfect combination. You're absolutely right. Yep, it's nice to have a nucle- a mix of you know different classes that you have some so- seniors down to freshmen. It does it makes a big difference for sure. I know you love basketball. Yeah, I th- forget just basketball. I think you love all high school sports. I always see you at a lot of stuff. Uh, your boys, absolutely. that boys program up there. I get I got to cover them for the first time this year on Friday night. A tough matchup with the the. EPC champion Allentown Central Catholic Vikings, sure. and uh, but I was impressed with them. I mean, they a lot. I think they made like thirteen threes, and they right. have they they're gonna. Of course, they're gonna lose the kid that made six threes, Caden Fitch. But I was really impressed. That I know you keep an eye on what the boys are doing up there. They have a good future, I think, as well, right? I think you're absolutely right. You know, their younger their feeder system, the younger levels that they have, or you know, they have a lot of nice talent down there. You know, and, and basically having only one senior on their team this year, you know, they played a lot of uh, sophomores and freshmen, and I believe they may only have one senior next year. So they're they're a pretty young team, and you know, a hard nosed group. They, I think, you know, you know, they can shoot the ball. They have some nice shooters in the program. Like, uh, you know, to make thirteen threes or twelve or thirteen threes against Central Allentown Central Catholic, you know, who's known for their defense and. You know, they were and I watched that that game on Friday. They were pressuring Northwestern, trapping and all kind of stuff. And Northwestern, I know they fell behind early and dug themselves a hole. But to their credit, they didn't quit. They had kids step up and make some shots throughout the game. So I was really proud of that they hung in there and they gave it their best shot. I mean, they're going against a you know a really good program and the kids didn't quit. And I think it was good experience for them. These younger guys to get an opportunity to see what postseason is all about. So I, I think it was a good learning experience for them, and I think it's something they can build on for next year. No question about that. I think they're going to be fine going forward. Uh, but your team, uh, North Schuylkill is the opponent, 730 Wednesday night. I know the kids always get pumped up because it is the Mecca. Uh, right. Pottsville's Martz Hall. I've been going up there since I was a kid pretty much, and uh, so many great, great moments have unfolded up there. Um, uh, you're going there. You're gonna obviously. It's you, you have a good uh, fan base, especially now that the boys are out. You might might pick up some more fan support. Um, but North Schuylkill is going to bring it. They're from right right nearby, and uh, what's in the Fountain Springs or wherever I, I know the uh, Ashland or whatever the address is Ashland. for yep. for, for North Schuylkill. Um, but it's going to be a great environment. Your kids and and of course uh, North Schuylkill, the number two seed. Perennial powerhouse. What are your thoughts on this matchup? I think, you know, this is this is what you work for all year to get into an opportunity to play a good quality program like they are. Like you said, I mean, you're going like the Mecca. Um, you know, in my it's my favorite place where we play at. And we've had some really good memories up and playing up at Mart's. And we know this is going to be a challenge. But this time of the year, you're down to like in our, you know, final four here. Everybody you play here on out is going to be very good. So they're well coached. They really they're tremendous defensively. They really can pressure. So that's going to be a key for us going in that game on Wednesday. Can we take care of the ball? We're going to have to be able to handle the pressure that they're going to give us. So that's something we'll be working on. It's something that we've been working on in practice. We know what we're getting. Um, 
We've seen them a lot. We have a lot of tape on them. So we already have a report ready to go for the girls tomorrow. And it's a great challenge. But this is what you work for all year to be able to play in this atmosphere and have the opportunity to go against the very best. So we're really excited for the challenge. And, you know, this is what what it's all about, to be in these type of games and knowing we're still playing. That a lot of teams, their seasons are over, and we still have an opportunity to keep moving on. Just looking through the various brackets, Chris. By the way, we're visiting with Chris Deutsch, the head coach of the Northwestern Lehigh Tigers uh, girls basketball team. Uh, as I went through the brackets, there's still a lot of Colonial League teams left. Uh, you got, you know, when you look at the uh, the two A bracket, three A bracket. I'm sorry, uh, Palmerton's the number one seed. They're playing Pine Grove. You got the number three Penargel taking on number two seed Notre Dame. So Colonial League Bangor's still involved. Um, good, some good play in the Colonial League, and, and these you got a lot of chances here to get uh, to get some district gold from that league. Absolutely. And, then, and the other thing is we play the 7.30 game on Wednesday. The 6 o'clock game is Northern Lehigh. Well, I, I forgot yesterday. about the Bulldogs. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, you know, they beat, they beat Panther Valley. I think it was like 85-84. It was a real high-scoring game. And, yeah, they play Marion at the 6 o'clock game on Wednesday. So that'll be exciting to have two Colonial League teams up there on Wednesday. They get the 6, and we have the 7.30 game. Chris, you mentioned that, and I looked over at the bracket. You're right. That's got to be the game of the tournament so far. I mean, we don't. I don't follow the girls like I do the boys, obviously, but usually when I look at the girls' scores, they're much more lower scoring. In fact, I see at the lower half of that bracket, 45-25, Tri-Valley over Moravian Academy yesterday. Or, uh, yeah, no. Yeah, yesterday. Um, 85-84, that's the game of the tournament, isn't it? Absolutely. That was a high-scoring game. When I first saw that, I had to look twice to make sure I was looking at that correctly. I'm like, wow, that's a lot of points in that game. But, you know, yeah, that was quite impressive for sure. Well, Chris, uh, anything else you wanted to add? I know you're proud of your program. I know you're proud of your school. I know you're proud of your league. And real quick, how is the addition of Lee Heighton and uh, Jim Thorpe going to affect you? Two years, I guess we're going to go. I think we're going to go to what three, five team divisions in the Colonial League. I believe, and who knows? Maybe, maybe by then, or maybe there'll be another team or two that could be in, in you know, coming to the Colonial. Who knows? You never know. I mean, we got two teams so far, but there could be more in the future, perhaps. But I think to have Lee Heighton and Jim Thorpe in the Colonial League is going to be exciting because a lot of times, most of the times we're playing those teams anyway in, in our non-league schedule. Mm-hmm. So to get them in, the, in our league, I think it's great to have more teams, uh, different areas to play, different competitions, to get some good rivalry games with those type of schools. I think it's nothing but it's going to be a lot of excitement for sure. I think the Colonial League is very lucky to get those two teams in for sure. Well, I think uh, those schools that have come aboard so far, Jim Thorpe and Lehigh, they both have more of an affinity, if you will, if that's the right word, with the, the the Palmertons and the Northern Lehigh's and the Northwesterns as opposed to some of the people way up there in Schuylkill County. So I, I think it's a good fit for them. It's a good deal for the league, and I think everybody should be happy. Look, and I'll be, I'll be checking you out. I'll be uh, monitoring your scores and what's going on, Chris. But thanks for coming on the show. You're always a great guest. Uh, I know you care a lot about your school, like I said, and, but more than that, I think you care a lot about high school sports. And uh, if I don't get to see you over the rest of the basketball year, I, I could see you up there in beautiful Nutripoli for some softball or baseball in the spring. 
Absolutely. Keith, can I just bring out one more thing before go I right go? Ahead. I just want to bring something up. Go Sorry. Ahead. I know you got uh, I just want to bring up this week. Our school is having our spring musical this week. So we're having it Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's going to be disaster. So if anyone has an opportunity to watch these young, our young students there performing, it's going to be a great show. So Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, this week. This week we're going to be performing Disaster, and it's going to be a great show. So if anybody has an opportunity to go out and see it, I've been, I highly recommend it. I've been sure. there for some of your shows. It's a nice little theater. I love it up there. I might have to work that out. I have to see if the wife can, uh, you know, my birthday's next weekend, so maybe uh, we could spring, maybe I can put put a request in for a little birthday gift at Northwestern. That would be fun. Absolutely. And, we'll, and if you get up there, Keith, we'll always have candy waiting for you. So that's, that's between you and I, though. <laughs> I know my way to your office. I know where it is, my friend. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Chris, yeah. all the best here. Good luck against North Scook Hill, and, and congratulations on another great season. Thank you very much. All right, Chris. All the best to you. Uh, that's Chris Deutsch. What a, what a guy. Good coach, Northwestern League. Cares a lot about his school. Cares a lot about Colonial League and uh, just the whole sport of girls basketball in general. We'll take a break. Come back. Tom Wolf coming up next. Don't go away. Business has always been about turning a profit, making money. But can it stand for something more? Something beyond dollars and cents? We think so. We think that today, business has a higher calling, a purpose to be fair and just, to do right by their workers, customers, communities, and the environment. And it turns out companies successful doing that also do better for their bottom line. When you see the Just Capital seal, it means this company is a force for good. Visit JustCapital.com to learn more. Movies, TV shows, books, podcasts, and more. It's what women binge with Melissa Joan Hart and her friend Amanda Lee. We have Lauren Bosworth with us. Yay! The Hills. So what is like your number one question from fans? The primary question I still get asked was, what, is it real? <laughs> In 2024, to me, is a surprising question to get because I feel like everybody has been through the reality TV gauntlet at this point. What Women Binge, wherever you listen. Welcome back. Calling All Sports continues. Want to thank our previous guests. Zach Rogers, our number one. And then we just got off the phone with uh, Chris Deutsch, Northwestern Lehigh girls basketball coach. Again, the Tigers in action at Martz Hall on Wednesday, taking on North Schuylkill. That'll be one of the many, many attractions coming up in the District 11 tournament as we head for the final fours in all 12 brackets. And here to talk about that and more, Mr. Tom Moll, the uh, athletic director at Catasauqua High School, District 11 uh, I guess I can't call you the basketball chair. That's kinder, right? But you, you're a big part of that the basketball operation with District 11, Tom, right? Yeah, I'm, I, technically, I guess I'm the assistant. Okay, you're not. You're not like a clerk. Uh, that's what. That's what Mike Blouse is no. at Freedom. You're not a clerk. Yes. Okay. Yes, I am not a clerk. I'm <laughs> a terrific clerk, and it and it's an honor to follow Chris Deutsch on this show. So we'll see that. I love Chris. And, you know, he makes sure that uh, it, when I work up at Northwestern, which is not often, but I do get up there occasionally, he always got a big candy dish right there in the desk. And <laughs> it, uh, my stories take a little bit longer because I'm digging into that candy dish up there. Um, yes. Good guy. Good guy. Good for the league, right? Good for the – you have good people. You generally do have good people in the Colonial League. And I know that makes it your job a lot easier and happier, right? 
Yeah, I mean, it's like when, you know, they win last week, you feel good for him. And, you know, obviously we have a good relationship with a lot of people in the league, but I've known Chris forever when he was working at the 26th Street Playground in Northampton and, you know, just happy for him. And he's had great success there. And, and so, yeah, it's good. All right, so one one weekend is in. Uh, we got the semifinals, we got finals, and, and and a lot of consolation games coming up next weekend. But just your thoughts on how things are going a uh, little bit less, a little bit lower total to teams. I think qualified. I didn't look at look at it, but I think actually there's there's a, a smaller number of teams total who made the tournament this year. But just just your thoughts on how things are going as we head for this final week of the, the District Eleven basketball tournament. Yeah, I, I don't know the exact numbers on that. That's more of a ray with the numbers. Um, you know, I think it, uh, we had enough sites. I think that got you know from that standpoint, it was good. Um, I, you know, I know a, a bunch of schools switch classifications, and this being the first year of the two-year cycle, so you know, you had a lot. Just take six, eight boys. A lot of teams moved out of six, eight boys, so there's less teams there. Um, but you know, the biggest thing that I think we've seen throughout the entire winter sports season is the weather has been cooperative, has cooperated, and uh, you know that's been a key. And the crowds, I, you know, I, I didn't look at the total numbers, but. And the first weekend, the crowds are usually, you know, so-so, depending, you know, there's wrestling going on, diving, a lot of different stuff. Mm-hmm. So, but, I mean, I, you know, the games were pretty good. And, uh, you know, it set up a lot of good matchups starting on Tuesday. And I think we're pretty happy with how things have gone so far. I have to tell you, I mean, I had uh, the doubleheader at Allen, the 4A boys doubleheader on Friday night. I was at your place for uh, – at least the the one game yesterday, and then I was working right, in that right. in that uh, uh, teacher's faculty room there, whatever, and for a while. But I mean, it seemed like a good crowd flowing in and out of there. And then there was a nice crowd over at uh, at Easton for the for the six A quarterfinal doubleheader featuring Allen Liberty, Northampton, and Parkland. And I don't know the numbers, but I I sensed there was a people really were enjoying the basketball this year, and and the crowds weren't bad. There was no empty gyms that I've seen, uh, which occasionally right. does happen. Yeah. I mean, I was surprised. You know, you never really know what to expect. You have new schools like Bethlehem Christian and then Susquehanna Community came down as a sub-regional. And we had, there was a good crowd there for that game. I was surprised, you know, happy for that. Um, you know, I went there. We did host a triple header yesterday, went to wrestling after that yesterday at Liberty, and um, Liberty was packed. I mean, it was mm-hmm. always is. to mm-hmm. the top. And, yeah, I mean, it, it, you know, so the crowds are coming out. I think, you know, we're back to normal as much as we can be in a lot of stuff. And, you know, we're just looking forward to a second, a good second week and hope the weather cooperates and, um, you know, setting up for a big championship weekend next weekend. When you come up with the sites, again, we go through this every year, but you're trying to make it uh, fair, accessible for everybody. You know, the, we go through this every year. Why isn't this game there? Why is this game here? But, you know, uh, sometimes it's not as easy as snapping your fingers and say, hey, we're going to put that game right there at 7 o'clock on a Tuesday night or whatever. You got to have cooperation across the board, and you have great venues. I know Allen, people love Allen. Uh, I know there, Allen people will be happy to host the six A girls on on uh, Tuesday night. Right. Easton does a great job. I have now that I got the password for the internet. I'm real happy to right. be going back to, to Easton. I took me. You were looking for a score for me, I think, and and I I, I, I couldn't yeah. get out. I couldn't I couldn't get anything out on even on Twitter until Matt Baltz, the new AD, came by and he said, "This is the you know." He gave it to me. And so then I could, could get some tweets out. But, uh, no, you got great venues. Whitehall, of course, will have uh, the Central Catholic game on Tuesday night. But 
it's not that easy sometimes to, to mix and match as you come up with these sites. Well, no, and what we do, Ray sends out an RFP to schools to get, you know, who's available and, and the cost to rent their facilities. And, and yeah, like you said, you try to put, you know, you try to go closer to the, to the higher seed, um, give that, you know, them a respect that they've earned being in that position. Sometimes when we run into issues is if you have schools that are one class in boys and one class in girls because you always want to play those schools together, which then could create, uh, you know, a lower seed playing closer to their school than a higher seed. But, uh, you know, I think, uh, you know, we, we, I think everything worked out really well for the first weekend. Um, you know, where we do run into some issues is we're, you know, somewhat limited in sites up in Schuylkill County. You know, you have Mart's Hall, you have Blue Mountain, um, you know, so if they ever end up playing, obviously they can't play at home. Uh, but certain schools like Minersville have, have stepped up in the past. And, yeah, I mean, you try to do the best. There's always going to be criticisms, but, you know, and, and we're fortunate. Like, down here you have a facility like Easton, like you said, Allen. Unfortunately, a place like Freedom that now has regional wrestling mm-hmm. next weekend has been taken out of the mix. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but you know, everybody that hosts does a great job, and I, I think we're fortunate. We do hear from a lot of other districts around the state that they have issues getting sites to host. I know – we talked about it in football that that came up as an issue, and we're fortunate in this area, you know, uh, between the media, the sites, and all that kind of stuff. Talking with Tom Mole, the Catasauqua AD and the District 11 committee man, assistant basketball chair, um, does a great job year in, year out. Uh, Tom, uh, the, the the District 11 that I think went to – at COVID time, they, you went to this online thing, and I worried about that, uh, that people could adjust. And maybe at first it was a bit of a hassle going with the online ticketing. But now it seems like everybody's got it down. I was uh, walking out over to that faculty room. People were coming in. They were holding up their phones. I guess they get a barcode or whatever. And it was like a seamless process. That's worked out really well for you guys, right? The, uh, the online it, ticketing. It, it has. And, I mean, like in our facility for caddy for our own events, we do not do online stuff. We're still cash. Um, but you know, the leagues, Colonial league has done it. Um, district 11 has done it. PAA has done it. It makes it easier. Um, then no one is handling cash, which always is an issue. Then you have to deposit cash, you know, and, and more bad things can happen when people are handling cash. And I think the biggest thing we did from the league standpoint and from the district standpoint is anybody 65 and older uh, gets free admission, which I think helps out everybody. Cause you know, in a lot of cases they were the older people were the ones having issues with the technology and the phones and stuff like that. So, and I think it's a great gesture, uh, you know, for them to come to games cause a lot of them come out. Um, you know, I, I think it's worked out really well. I mean, it's, you said we did it during COVID. So this is what three years out of it. Um, and yeah, I think it's working really well. I know you're District 11, you're not PIAA, but they came up with uh, their latest uh, meeting on this past week, I think Wednesday. Uh, girls girls wrestling is on its way. What else did they come up with? They got rid of the red shirt process. Uh, I think that was a positive. And then I, I think for states, it's it actually takes some mystery out of it. At least for the first round of states in basketball, we're going to go to the home site of the higher seed, which is always the top of the bracket. Uh, that, as, am I correct in all that that came out of this PAA meeting this past week? 
Uh, I believe so. I'm not. I did not really follow it. I yeah. I well, we've done the the, the um, team on the top half of the bracket has hosted the last couple years um, the first round game, and there are you know there are qualifications or I guess criteria for those schools to be able to host a game. You know, have to have certain uh, you know number of seats, uh, all kinds of different stuff like that. So. Uh, I think that's staying the same. Uh, I did not – I mean, I think that's what we're planning for. I did not follow up. Bob normally gives us an update right. on the PAA meetings after the meeting, so I was not – yeah. I know any of that stuff. The right. one negative – and I wasn't aware of it either, but doing the Astound uh, TV show with Chris Michael on a Thursday night, uh, he, he brought it up. And, you know, for the TV standpoint, it's more difficult because then you can't really do double headers because everybody's in their own – home gym right. now let's right. say for right. you know let's say mayus is gonna gonna win 6a boys i mean that's i'm just putting out a hypothetical there uh, or you know they're they're gonna host and you can't match them up with say the runner-up which could be parking or something like that you can do a double header uh so that's a that's a problem for, for the tv folks but it's only one round i actually didn't mind it right. uh when when central catholic went on their run two years ago they played right. at uh Archbishop Carroll, they played at Middletown. They, had, they got a home game right. in the first round, and which Correct. they nearly lost, but they they got they, through yeah, that. I, was, I worked were, that game. You were yeah. sitting aside of me, I think, down at Rockney, yes. part of that. And yes. I thought they were going to lose. Yes. And and they're, so anyway, uh, you know, it is what it is, and, and at least it takes the mystery. And there's so been so much moaning and groaning over the years about sites, you know. So I, you know, if it's automatic, if it's known in advance, hey, we're going to the home site first round. Deal with it, you know. That's how I. Th- that's how I look at right. it. I remember, hey, back to that game. I remember going into central locker room after the game and seeing Dennis and just saying, "Hey, all you got to do is win by a point and survive in advance." And then what? Two weeks later, they're cutting down the nets at Hershey. So, kinda yeah, crazy with a real crazy run of four wins. I think by a, a total right. total of like five right. points or six and, points, something like that. And, yeah, and and that year, all the games were at home site until Hershey. So until Hershey, right? Yes, correct. Mm-hmm. Correct. Cool. And one quick before I let you go, big news in the Colonial League uh, over recent weeks. I guess first it was Lee Height, and then more recently it was Jim Thorpe. They're coming aboard, effective 2024-25. Chris Deutsch threw out something I wasn't aware of, that there's a possibility of more coming coming down. Uh, but, no, it's going to be exciting for you to welcome those those schools to the Colonial League. Yeah, I think it's going to be good. I mean, I, you know, a lot of people have asked those questions. I think it's – they're good schools for our league. I think they're, you know, from a competition standpoint, I know a school like Lee Heighton, we play them in a lot of non-league stuff. So, you know, I think it's going to be good. And, and for the northern schools in our league or whatever direction they are, like Northwestern, Northern Lehigh, um, Palmerton, it's close for them. Um, so, you know, I, I think for us with, this, with you know, our league's tough because you have big schools, uh, Southern Lehigh, the Bangers, those schools, and then the small schools, and you try to get everybody in the same room and come up with the same decisions and different stuff. So it creates some issues that way. But I think the, you know the more schools we get, the better chances we can get you know, competition versus same type schools in our league. So you know I think it's good. It's going to be exciting. I think you know there might be more changes to come. Um, you know, maybe one year, one day down the road, we have a super conference or whatever, like they do in the western part of the state, and you know, kind of go from, go that way. But um, yeah, I mean, and we're trying to stay good partners with 
Tuka League and not, you know, you just hope that there's no animosity and things like that moving forward. But, you know, every, every school ultimately has to do what's best in their best interest. So, you know, here we are. And it's one of these times where I'm happy I'm not in leadership of our league. And uh, Brian Geis and Jason Zimmerman and those guys have done a really good job keeping us informed um, and then just, you know, trying to do what's in the best interest of our league. Well, it'd be nice to welcome back uh, Lee Heighton, which I had covered for years when they were in the Mountain Valley Conference. Uh, we'd be happy to to, right. to see them right. back in, in in different sports. They've, they've been in a, they've, I guess they've been in a lot of conferences. They have, now, they right? have, they, yes, they have, yeah. yeah. But, but, uh, but nice, easy ride up yeah. the turnpike for me to Lee Heighton, no problem. Jim Thorpe, I love visiting Jim go. Thorpe. Love visiting, not necessarily for sports, but I love visiting Jim Thorpe. Uh, you can, make, can you take the train up there? Yes, that's right. And uh, my wife can go up shopping. Beautiful shops up there. There you go. All right. Thank <laughs> you, you so go. much, Tommy. I appreciate it. We'll see you this week. I know you're going to be busy again. You got, yeah, I think you, Caddy hosting games Tuesday and Wednesday for sure, right? Yes. Yes. Girls, uh, 3A girls Tuesday and 4A girls, 5A girls on Wednesday. So it should be a good week. All right. We need the weather to cooperate. There's some talk of some bad weather. So yeah. we'll see well, what happens. We, we can't complain no matter what comes the rest of the way here. But I think, no, it's, yeah. been, it's been phenomenal right. so far. Tom, all the best to you. Thanks for all you do. You always are, you're a great host for me and everybody else in the media. We we always appreciate our visits uh, uh, to Catasauqua for Catasauqua High School for the for the district game. So all the best to you and the staff up there, and we'll see you soon. All right, buddy. Take care. Have right. a good week. Take care, Tom. That's Tom Mole. We need a break. Movies, TV shows, books, podcasts, and more. It's what women binge with Melissa Joan Hart and her friend Amanda Lee. Scott Grimes is here Thank with you. us. Voiceover, that is like my dream job. I think I just have too distinctive a voice and I can't manipulate it. That's why I'm right. not a good singer. This is how great Seth MacFarlane is. I went in to do it and I was talking like this and he goes, good, now just get rid of the neck thing that you just did because it's one, it's ugly. And then I just came out like this and came up with this guy named Steve Smith who has a tiny little lisp, but so does Scott Grimes, so it's perfect. What women binge wherever you listen. Welcome back. Calling All Sports continues. We're trying to, uh, evidently, I ha- I've got the wrong number here for Chad Wakely. We're trying to make connections with a uh, uh, longtime friend, know the family well, Danny Wakely, good man, his father, and uh, looking forward to talking to Chad about some of the things going on with his uh, St. Luke's program. Uh, reminder again that we have basketball, a lot of basketball coming up in, in the near future. Wednesday night, we have Lehigh. Uh, women at Army, West Point. We have that coverage at 545 for you on Wednesday night. On Thursday night, Lee, I men will have a quarterfinal league, a league quarterfinal game. And then next Saturday at, at uh, 945, Arizona's at UCLA. Next Sunday, we're going to have Lehigh basketball in the semifinals. We hope if they win on, on uh, uh, Thursday night, they're going to play Sunday. And then we're going to have some Lehigh wrestling in the EIWA finals. That's 430 next Sunday. Uh, all right. Did we make connections, Andrew? Oh, he's trying to get them still. I want to thank our previous guests today, Zach Rogers, Chris Deutsch, and Tom Mole. And again, uh, check out all the basketball going on and, and throughout District 11. We're entering the semifinals on Tuesday and Wednesday. We'll have the finals and all these classifications either Friday or Saturday. States, then we take a little time off, and then we have states the following, beginning the following weekend. It's going quickly. Going quickly, I believe a week from Monday, uh, or is it Friday? I'm sorry. A week from Friday, we have the uh, start of the spring sports. Maybe it's this coming Friday. 
I think it's actually March the 3rd. We have the start of spring sports. All the baseball people, the softball people, uh, the lacrosse folks, uh, the track and field people, the uh, boys volleyball, all that good stuff that rolls out in the spring. They're starting their practices on on Monday. Uh, I'm sorry, on Friday, March the 3rd. And they're actually starting to play games, I think. First day for competition is March 17th. So uh, the weather better warm up for some of this stuff. I'll tell you, it's better warm up. Uh, it's been a good winter, but we need some good weather in the spring for these spring sports athletes who are going to be out there very, very soon competing, like I said, in sports like uh, lacrosse, softball, and in baseball. So uh, I think the first play date is March 17th. League play, I think, begins already on March 21st, so it's coming very, very quickly. Do we have Chad? No. We don't have a So... It's been an odyssey on the phone. Here's okay. what happened. First, right. okay. I called a number, and I got a fellow named Brandon, I believe. Yep. Maybe it was Brandon. Okay. Uh, I put him on hold to do my update. Right. And then, this is enthralling radio st- uh, people. Okay. I get back on the phone with him. He gives me a phone number for Chad. Right. But it's the same phone number I just dialed. So I tell him, well, that's the same number. I'm talking to you on this line. Uh-huh. So he says, well, then hold on. I have a second number for you. Right. So he gives me that second number. Right. I call that second number. It is Chad's phone, but it goes directly to voicemail. Okay. So I leave him a message and I say, hopefully you get this soon. Hopefully you turn your phone on in the next minute or two. And I gave him the number for the station, and I said, give us a call because we would love to have you on. And, and that, that is the tale of what just happened. And that's where line. we stand as, as we speak here at 1044. That is where we are. We, we got Chad's number, but it went right to voicemail. Well, Chad, if you're out there, well, I, we'll, we'll rearrange you. We'll get you on next week. We'll get you on next week because uh, at this point in time, um, it's going to be very difficult to do a full interview with you. Live radio, we, folks. Live radio. Well, I, I don't know what, I don't know if it's, look, I always think it's my fault because I've had screwed up many, many times. This one was not your fault because he gave me the exact number you gave me for a second time. So that was, that was the number to call. Okay. And then we got another number. There can't be a third number. Well, I feel bad for Chad because right. he even promoted the show. He, he promoted his appearance on Facebook. Um, So I feel bad. But if you're out there, if you're a good, a big time Chad Wakely fan, Trust me, we'll get this. We'll get this ironed out, and we'll get him back on the show next week. Yes, that's the beauty. We uh, we're not like a prestige TV drama. We don't have an end date in mind for this show. There's plenty of weeks of calling all sports left. We hope so. <laughs> as long as y'all keep listening, yes. Well, our good friends at Penn Teledata, I think they uh, they're they're still with us for at least another year, so we're excited about that. I love the folks Beautiful. at Penn Teledata. And. Uh, as I made the announcement last week that, you know, I'm going to be leaving the happy hour, uh, this Tuesday with Tom Fallon is actually going to be my last show doing the happy hour. Now, I've said I I, I speculate that maybe I'm going to do some pinch hitting duty some point yeah. down the line. Right. You know, Tom's got my number. I'm, I'm always more or less available. Uh, but I did say on the uh, my, my contingency for leaving the happy hour was, hey, I, I want to stay on with uh, Keith Roller Sunday mornings for calling all sports. Well, I'm uh, honored and privileged and pleased and, and blessed. Hey, let me answer the phone because it looks like we have uh, a certain someone calling us. That's all. Let's, let's see see what he's got as I'm watching Brad Doherty, uh, who is uh, uh, a happy man. I see all the NBA trophies. We, we have a TV in our new studio, by the way, so I, I never was distracted by TV before, but I am distracted right now because Brad Doherty is on the is on the dial here on, on, on ESPN, I believe. And uh, I didn't realize that he was the uh, uh, team owner of the, the winning 
of Ricky Stenhouse Jr. who won the Daytona 500. I did not know that. Uh, are we, we have him now? We do. All right. Without further ado, let's bring in Chad. Chad, I, I'm going to promise you I right uh, promise you right now we'll, we'll get you back on in a future show to talk more with you. But uh, was, I guess I don't know who's, who's where the problem lies, probably with me. Maybe we dialed the wrong number. but I, I'm the producer. These things are inherently my fault. Uh, <laughs> no, but a you, you know, producer can only deal with the talent, you know, uh, to an extent. So anyway, Chad, what's going on? How you been? Well, see, first and foremost, I'm sorry about that. I, I, I was listening to the show, and as soon as I heard that you guys tried to call me, I you know, got on your Facebook Messenger, and I got on the show. I just I sent my number as quick as I could, and then, of course, as things would have it, my phone didn't ring. So otherwise than that, things are great. I'm over at St. Louis Sports Performance at 702 Union Boulevard in Allentown as a sports performance coordinator overseeing our youth sports performance training that we're doing there and assisting uh, fellow co-workers Mike Saramelli, Matt Hoover, and other staff with Facility Reynolds and just trying to get our name out to our community to try to help as many athletes as we can get to that next level. That's terrific. And you had a, v- a variety of programs, different programs you had going on. It's not just one program. Uh, tell us a little bit about Correct. the diversity you have going on there. I appreciate that, Keith. We we primarily specialize during the year from training athletes 7 to 18 years old. And then uh, over winter holidays, college uh, college kids come in as, as well as in the summer. And occasionally a pro or two comes in there. But our primary bread and butter at St. Luke's Sports Performance is our pro performance class, which is 12 to 18-year-olds. We have uh, 40 hours of training opportunities a month where we have two hours of training uh, Monday through Thursday in the evenings and also Saturday morning. And the first hour is our movement training, followed by sport-specific functional strength training that's specific for each sport. Our other program that we run there on a regular basis is our rookie performance class. That is 7 to 11 years of age, and that runs Monday and Wednesday nights from 7 to 8 8 p.m. And that is a cumulative program where we do all – uh, facets of sports performance in that one hour it's kind of like the minor leagues to our pro performance class we also do private training small group training and team training uh with different not just for sports performance but also skill set type stuff we have coaches that do soccer specific training uh, baseball and softball training mixed martial arts training things like that as well as a return to play program for injured athletes that's the last step before they come back to us to get them back ready on the field. We also have a sports dietitian on staff who is excellent to you know, give, give those you know, little things to our athletes and, and show them how important nutrition, rest, and hydration are. Basically what we do is we offer a scientific-based program that is obviously backed by science to enhance the athlete and give back those, those uh, things, those little things that I know helped me back in my career. Well, you got a lot going on, that's for sure. And uh, I'm going to tell you, I don't know there's a better spot in the country. <clears throat> Excuse me. I know there's a better spot in the country for an athlete to get the care and and uh, the fitness and and the rehab than we have here with St. Luke's. And and I the other the other organization which I'm not going to mention uh, is also excellent too. But we we're blessed here. We got great great programs. We get see we got a great company like St. Luke's. Everywhere I drive, Chad, everywhere I drive, I see, oh, wow, there's another St. Luke's building. It's incredible. And I think uh, when we look at the history of Leah Valley Sports, there's not a better time to be into fitness, to be into athletics than there is right now. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those things where when you have the right people 
and the right components, you know, under that sports medicine umbrella that we offer from our surgeons to our athletic training staff, our physical therapists, our athletic trainers at the schools, our sports performance coaches, not just with us at uh, St. Louis Sports Performance, but also we, we, we have coaches at 40 schools. You know, so the, the ability and the availability of athletes to get that little extra edge and to maximize the potential, it, it continues to grow. And it's something that I'm very blessed to be a part of. For a long time, as you know, I, I worked for myself. Mm-hmm. But I could only do so much right. just by myself. But now being a part of a team where I'm continuing to grow and learning from them every single day and hopefully maybe giving back to them a little bit here and there, it's making me a better coach. I mean, we have, we have coaches – you know, that are in in their mid twenties, mid thirties, forties. We have uh, people who've been around for, you know, that are the the higher ups that have been in the business when it first started. So just the collective team that we have working together, doing continuing education, bi-weekly seminars, learning from each other, makes us all more well-rounded coaches to better athletes of any sport. I mean, for me, as you know, my background is baseball and mixed martial arts, but being around soccer coaches, uh, or soccer sports performance coaches, basketball, you name it, I'm becoming better. You know, and, and, and the, the being humble enough and having the humility that a lot of our, our staff members have to talk to each other and ask questions makes us all better. Chad, how could we got to go, but how could people reach out to you for any of your programs? Well, they can reach out to, to me specifically at Chad, C-H-A-D dot Wakely, W-A-E-L, C-H-L-I at S-L-U-H-N dot org. That's for St. Louis University Health Network dot org. Our phone number at our Union Boulevard facility is 484-822-5353. We do offer a, a free trial class for anybody interested in our pro performance or youth, youth classes. But we're always we're, we're there you know, with a lot of open hours throughout the, throughout the week for facility rentals, private training, and just to come in and just – See why what makes us different, and, and why we should we should be your, your choice to help your athletes get to that next level. Chad, we're gonna get you back on soon, okay, buddy? We got We got to run. I appreciate that, Keith. We're sorry for the misconnection, and we'll get we'll get you on again very very soon. All right, we got to wrap up this edition of Calling All Sports one last time out. Take it away. All right, we just want to say thank you to our guest today. We had a busy busy show. Zach Rogers from Notre Dame Green Pond. Boys basketball, we had Chris Deutsch, the head coach of the Northwestern Lehigh Girls. Uh, also want to thank Tom Mole from Catasauqua High School in District 11. And we're going to get him back. We apologize for the shortness of our interview with Chad Wakely. He does a great job for, for St. Luke's as a performance coordinator. Enjoy uh, this final weekend here of uh, February. And uh, I guess some bad weather could be on the way. We'll, I'll believe it when I see it. But want to thank everybody for listening. Want to thank most of all Andrew Stone and Andrew, hang in there, buddy. I know it's a tough, uh, some tough news for you, but I know you're going to be okay. I appreciate that, and uh, I'll let you take it out. Well, I'm just going to tease next week and say we got a big birthday show coming up. Uh-huh. I'm going to think of something to do for it. <laughs> take care, everyone. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Title Transference aired October 27, 2004. Director James Marshall, writers Todd Slavkin, Darren Swimmer. I really like this episode, and I'm surprised that you don't like it as much as you thought you did. I actually respect your opinion more than I respect my own in general. (laughs) (laughs) When you say things are good and I check them out, they are. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.